Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi everyone, it's Helen here, the voice of Azu, Enola, and Laverne. Today, I'm here to tell you about Woe Begone, a podcast launched on the RQ Network. Woe Begone is a weekly horror sci-fi audio drama series about the nature of power and the implications of linear time. Woe Begone follows Mike Walters, who discovers a mysterious and violent online game. What begins as an exploration of an alternate reality game with real-life consequences quickly becomes a search for the technology that makes the game possible. Each episode has a unique soundtrack composed by creator and writer Dylan Griggs. Listen to Woe Begone, spelled woe period begone, wherever you listen to podcasts. Or check out woebegonepod.com for episodes and transcripts. Have fun, and see you later. Hello and welcome to episode 15 of the Rusty Quill Gaming Podcast. 
I'm your host and GM, as always, Alex Newell, and with me for yet another exciting adventure, I have Lydia Nicholas, Ben Meredith, Bryn Monroe, James Ross. And who are you playing quickly? Sasha Rackett, the sneaky stabby one. <laughs> Zolf, the Healy Miracly one. <laughs> Hamid, the physically and emotionally battered one. <laughs> uh, Sir Bertrand McGuffingham, the best one. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, before we start, I need to give a quick shout out. I actually got given a guest spot on a Let's Play channel. So if anyone gets a moment to check out an episode of the Happy Go Lucky Scamps, they play games and... and They sound like fun. They're they're fun chaps. Is it cheery? It's positively cheery. Is it perky? Is it jolly? It's it's all of those things. And I believe by the end of that episode, we may have accidentally created a new Batman villain um, who was on the scale of the borrowers. (laughs) <laughs> very strange. So Ant-Man kind of nemesis. Oh, all of his enemies Man were borrowers. <laughs> but yeah, just do check out. They're on they're on YouTube. They've got a decent number of videos up there. And they're, they're eager for more, so give them a check. So, as a recap from what happened most recently, the party have been chasing down what happened to the simulacrum and got sent back down to the London to find out what had happened to the people who had messed around with it. You had had a run-in with Sasha's old friends, which... Could have gone worse, although led Hamid to have a little bit of an awkward moment. And then we powered on towards the compound. And we have been in the compound, we've found a trap or two, and are currently engaged in combat with the people who you tracked down. We recognised them and everything. recognised on sight. And on the way, of course, you took out some guards using some clever statuesque <laughs> tactics. Mm, so brilliant. And had a little <laughs> bit I, of a... I use my natural cunning. <laughs> <laughs> And some silver paint. <laughs> yes. Um, when those two go together, Bertie's a happy man. <laughs> and that's um, all of the weapons he needs. We, we had <laughs> a, the armor and the swords. We had a bit of a hairy moment with Zolf, where it turns out that Zolf's a big fan of just eye for an eye, tooth for a tooth. So uh, what's going to happen? For, drown for a drown. Drown for drowning, a drown. Drowning an eye, drowning a tooth, just holding them underneath <laughs> the water. They stop breathing. So we'll have to see how that plays out once you guys have dealt with these um, fighters and I must say that given that you last session were hitting criticals left right and centre and removing them in a single turn which by the way was astonishing (laughs) (laughs) both Sasha and Bertie did critical hits and did immense amounts of damage I completely failed every roll and lost a spell to no effect. And I'm not even at the fight yet. <laughs> <laughs> you had a brilliant move. I did. Your move was brilliant. That was some good four squares. It was a pretty, pretty good. It was a sachet, which is difficult to do when you've got a peg leg. No, well done. So, I believe at this stage, it is the dog's turn. The Bertie <laughs> just annihilated someone. Yeah. The dog hears that something's happening. It proceeds to run. Five, ten, fifteen, twenty... 25, past the doorway yeah. and round the corner to see what the noise is. <laughs> I fear you may have picked the worst of the two dogs to be your best friend. Zolf, you okay. are... Okay. Um, and you have you have line of sight through Bertie's legs, although I'm going to be honest, that might be a bit of a tall order for a shot. I might have to uh, up the AC of whoever you're firing at if you choose the to. The doors, are they mm-hmm. double doors? As in, are they 10 foot wide? You said they were barn door size. They are... Double doors, but they're only one of them is open, so there is a five-foot okay. door open. Um, in which case, would it be acceptable for me to walk five up to the door and then a five diagonal in? I will allow that, that's okay, fine, because the door is freely swinging, it's just not currently... Right. Also, Bertie would have moved forward in his slashing thing, he's not going to go find the whole five-foot in depth of the square. Oh, it? exactly, yeah. you're absolutely fine. Yeah, yeah cool. Okay, lovely. Uh, in which case, I will do that, and then I will fire an icicle. 
I should remind listeners, by the way, there is currently a corpse in front of Bertie. A <laughs> two, two half corpses. <laughs> the the so space sorry. in front of Bertie is empty. There's half a court in front of Hamid to Bertie's left, and half a corpse in front of Zolf <laughs> to Bertie's count right. Two corpses. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how the grammar works. They, 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 well, it's. I mean, I'm assuming mechanically, it's like two small corpses. Oh yeah, it's, it's two corpses of small creatures who happen to be half a person. Yeah. Um, um, and there is someone guarding apparently the entrance to the steeple off to one side and the caster who is currently flat on his back in the doorway to upstairs and Sasha's still in the stairway but ready to come down. We probably can't see her to be fair. Oh no, you, you, you <laughs> wouldn't know. Although he did fall over with bleeding we, we assume shoulder blades. <laughs> you can, um, can infer. There's a lot of circumstantial evidence. <laughs> um, so I'm going to walk in. As I'm he going to... yelling, oh my god that young girl stabbed me in the back what the heck? <laughs> Um, yeah, I'm going to uh, walk in, clock that that guy has one of those fire bombs, and uh, continue to walk forward, mm-hmm. thus removing the big clump of bad people. Uh, wise, wise. Uh, uh, just, like, shield up, shield ready. That's mm-hmm. me. So, the first one who came down is dead. Mm. Properly dead. <laughs> in bits. So, so Sasha, you are now leading the turn. Mm. Does somebody prone uh, counters flanked? Or are they just flat-footed? I mean, being prone does lower an ace, does lower your That's AC. That's it is. Way he's certainly easier to hit, but mm-hmm. I just—he's he's already taken a lot of damage as well. What is it mechanically possible for me to uh, duck out of the stairwell, throw a dagger at this dude, and then duck back into the stairwell? Hmm. This is heading into one of those GM things, and um, this has happened quite a lot. Because um, this is me taking sure. basically, like, I mean, I assume it's like a five foot step, whatever. But there's no attack of opportunity. He is for the listeners at home. He is uh, what ten foot away from me. In range, he's fine. A prone character takes a bonus to AC against range attacks. Yeah, because yeah, they're but, obviously... but it's that dude that I want to throw things at. The guy that's got. She wants the... to lean over the prone one. I want to uh, lean over the prone one. This is going to be a slightly house rule one, but mm-hmm. I've played with this before and it seemed to work quite well. Mm-hmm. I was once playing a game with a sniper, a sniper rogue. Archer, but still a sniper. Mm-hmm. And there are rules regarding cover and total cover and leaning out and blah blah blah. Yeah. And it starts to fall, feel a bit broken. Right. So what I've tended to do in the past, and obviously listeners if you have any better versions of this, do uh, write in and let me know. I, I genuinely am trying to get better at what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. What I've seen work in the past is that in a full turn you can lean out from cover, sort of around a corner, get off a shot, and then return to cover. That right. I don't think it's spelled out in the rules that that is a full turn action. It's more like, from cover you can do this. If you do this, then blah, blah. But a simple version is, if you are from cover and want to get a shot off and get back, I will just say, that takes a full turn, no moving, you get one attack. Okay? Mm-hmm. What I would say is that currently you're still up the stairs a bit because there were two yeah. people between you, so you right. would need to move to get into that position. Okay. So you could certainly get round the side and get a shot off, but, but you wouldn't be able to do your sort of poke out, shoot and poke back until next turn. Consider though, if he throws a thing, he's just likely to hit his mate. So. Oh, if, yeah, if he was to throw it at you, yeah. he would be hitting himself and the caster and you. No, I get that he's probably going to throw it at those dudes, mm-hmm. uh, the, the, the gang of, of people, mm-hmm. but I, it is not a very me thing to do to go out and just stab him. Like, Plus, I, I mean, I you, would be, you would be sh- trying to share a space with someone who's currently prone, who would obviously mm. get a bit shirty at that. Yeah, so quite possibly quite nibble at my ankles. Mm. Okay. I, my suggestion is stay in cover at the bottom of the stairs yeah. and you'll be threatening the prone guy. Yeah, so if I, if I stay there but so and lean out and uh, and throw a 
I think I might throw the the vial of fire stuff actually. Again, um, so to... is it that you are want us to, to be ready so that next turn you can throw it out because you couldn't throw it out and duck back in this turn. I think I will just throw it and I will stay. You couldn't throw it from within that doorway unless you took a whole turn. Is what I'm saying. Very often as a rogue, you will catch yourself readying and holding actions. Yep. Okay. I strongly I recommend holding your action because. He's going to get a shot off. Yeah, yeah. And then you can just go, he's got his shot off. Great. I'm going to lean out and yep. that okay, seems to that, be the better that way. That sounds good. And also those guys aren't in a big huddle, so they will not necessarily all be smashed with six damage as happened last time. Yeah, exactly. But I didn't take a, a so shot that I could So I, I wouldn't... This, for all listeners, it's good to remember that holding your action can sometimes feel like you're passing. Like, I don't know what to do. Actually, what you're really doing is... Technically speaking, this is all sort of happening simultaneously. Right, right. It's waiting for an opportune moment. And especially as a rogue, if you're not holding your action and readying actions, you're you're going to be finding it really quite difficult. Okay. So that's what I do. Sure. And that's that genuinely, it's probably the best thing right now. I'm stand- so from, from my understanding, I'm now standing there with my thing drawn, ready to throw things. Oh, yeah. Next turn. Gotcha. Once it comes round, or if a different thing comes up, because you've held your action, you've not readied it. Because oh, yeah. if you readied it, you know certain conditions have to be met. Right. So, Hamid. Hamid does hold his action, mm-hmm. um, not for a tactical reason, but for, for because he's trying to desperately pull himself together. It, he can either just go outside and you know cry, <laughs> or he can stay here, take a few deep breaths, and try to be useful again. Things so I've gotten very real. He, he's he's struggling a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm going to hold my action okay, and see if he manages to pull himself together a bit. In which case, the one who's wielding a flask sees what happened to his friend and disappears up the steeple. The one who is prone on the floor doesn't see this currently. The one who is on the floor takes stock of the situation. Looks to the right, sees one of his people down. Looks to the left, sees Sasha quite literally over him in a very menacing way and he's already been stabbed in the back. He then casts a spell that he was going to cast before. He will have to cast defensively or trigger an attack of opportunity. He will have to cast defensively. So first thing that he will do is make his concentration check. So uh, he failed his defensive concentration check. Stabby, stabby! I will stab. (laughs) Stab. Yeah, go for a stab. Uh, Do I really need to roll to hit? Um, Yeah. You could could quickly fail. If you get one, you might drop your dagger on him and it will still... Do damage. Nineteen. Nineteen. And also, you can roll a critical. You think on a critical? This. I want you to know. This person's scary. He's not coming across that way, but this person is actively scary. You spent a lot of time giving him really scary possibilities. He he just needs one to to get off one spell. That's all I need. Should we we confirm it and finish him off? No. Uh, You might. Well, bearing in mind he's flat-footed, doesn't get any. He's not flat-footed. He's prone, which is a minus four to his AC. It is not enough. Okay, fair enough. But, so I, but so I, you, I hit him. You definitely hit him, but you don't do what you did before and get all of the damage in the world. Right. So you still get your D4. Yep. Um, but you yeah, well, I'm not going to kill him with the D4. But you never know. Not at all. One. Okay, that's Minus fine. one. Zero. I do no damage with a critical. I rolled a 19. I'll point out, you have, however... <laughs> I, have your a, own, I did a lot your, of damage. Your, it was fun. You're <laughs> very... You're certainly catching up on Bertie, who now has to find another enemy. <laughs> You just stretched it out. It's very different. Yeah. Um, he still has to make a concentration check or lose the spell. He does. But the DC will not be very high since he no. took zero damage. And a uh, uh, bit of a spoiler, his concentration check's formidable. He just rolled very poorly. One, one, one. Two. Oh! oh no! I kind of, like, 
like now I'm sort of almost regretting that I'm not going to get to see whatever scary stuff this dude can do. <laughs> no, once it happens, you'll definitely regret it. But, but like when we when we were the, the people that we lost to terribly were just <laughs> gutter rats that just kept stabbing us slightly. You were yeah. massively outnumbered. Actually, in Pathfinder mechanically, it's worth noting that mm. when you're building encounters, we will spend eventually some metacasts we've got planned out for how you GM, how you build these encounters, things like that. Outnumbered matters a lot. It actually ups the difficulty of the scenario disproportionately. So two weak people are actually better than one person who is of a uh, slightly better level than they are because you just it's about that difference in turns. Mm. You take a turn, they take five. It really starts to mount up very quickly. Yeah. Um, but I just mean we didn't get to see them do explosive, mm, exciting yes. things. The good news is if he's a prepared spellcaster, he now can't cast that spell anyway because yeah. he's expended the spell energy ah. for zero effect. So he didn't get his spell off. If he's a spontaneous caster, he's just lost a slot and it's not such a He waves deal. his hands around so, and then... <laughs> <laughs> his, okay. his spell is... Sleeves fall down. <laughs> Bertie, you're up. Oh. Uh, right, so the chaps escaped up the steeple, mm-hmm. the one who was standing up. Mm-hmm. Can I charge the prone man? <laughs> yeah, okay. you can yeah. absolutely charge the okay. prone man. So I, I could charge the prone man, or I could charge up the steeple stairs. Charge requires a straight, straight line. Straight line, okay. Yes. Across yeah. undamaged terrain. In that case, I'm going to charge the prone man. I'm going to charge the defenseless man lying down, nice. who's just failed to do magic properly. I was going to say, you have to be able to charm prone people, otherwise that would be an amazing thing of, oh no, a bear might charge me. I fall over. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just be still. Yeah. Just be still. Well, don't no, I'm not going to charge you. Yeah. All right. Uh, if he's prone, can I also power attack? <laughs> yes. Oh, God. <laughs> no, we need to know things from this guy. Uh, well, you could take a penalty to he hit. He probably won't um, critical. To then do uh, non-lethal. Um, so it'd be hitting him with the flat of your blade. I don't very Bertie, though, is it? Mm, not really. Can I maybe like hack off a leg or something? Just pu- just roll a no, attack. Really. See what happens. Right. So uh, um, I do want to power attack him. Okay, still. that's okay. fine. Yeah. That's, that so is, that is going for broke. That's fine. Yep. Uh, Twelve uh, plus my attack bonus, which is six, but it's five because it's a power attack. Plus two for charging. Nineteen. Nineteen. Total. Yes, that is a hit. Yep. Good. So um, now what am I rolling? D ten and damage. D ten plus five. D ten plus five. Four, nine, nine damage. Nine damage, okay. It's 18 so far. Uh, 19 so oh. far. Okay. And he is not down. Yeah, he is. He's prone. Well, He's yeah. <laughs> what, what? He doesn't appear to be dead. Let's so say that. Bertie charges over to him and just, like, just kicks him. Just kicks him really, really, really hard, but, like, with his sword. <laughs> <laughs> At this point, I will use my held action. Yep, you insert, that's fine. I, Hamid is struggling through the, the vomit mm-hmm. uh, to do something helpful, but spots that this guy is still moving and knows just how scary spellcasters can be. So he casts a magic missile. Okay. Three damage. Okay. He takes that damage and Alex looks smug and doesn't say anything cool. and isn't desperately covering because his boss is quite quite near death at this point. Ah, the dog... Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> it was a traitor all along. Brutor. Yeah, he's their fifth colonist. Right? Brutor. <laughs> oh. uh, I like that one. That was a historical one. <laughs> okay, so 5, 10, 15, 20, 30. Comes in. Comes into the church. Figures out how doors work. The dog, so. the dog has worked out how the door works, i.e. has walked through the open smash door. Yes, yes. It's not that much of a challenge. Um, how is... apertures work. Yeah. <laughs> Now, beside Bertie, 
So we've got Bertie overlooking a prone enemy, a dog overlooking a prone enemy, Sasha overlooking a prone enemy, an enemy who is quite beaten up. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Zolf, you are up. Excellent. One, two. <laughs> Do I have an okay line of sight to this guy? Over the dog. Quite a um, short dog. Technically, here's a fun one. The enemy counts as in melee because they are basically adjacent to three people. So they are in melee. So you'll be taking penalties for it being in melee. And also because you'll be shooting over the dog, you will actually be taking a penalty for that as well. If it's a ranged touch, does that do anything? Um, it makes you take it the same penalty, easier but to his do, AC is lower. but you take the penalty. I... Also remember he gets a bonus to AC against ranged attacks. Isn't, isn't your weapon prone. a long weapon? Uh, I could try and prod him with the trident. Um, but, but over the dog. If, if so, you're doing it non-leafy, do you have to do it with the wrong end? Yes, yeah. that. Doink, doink. Um, no, I think, in which case, this guy, I mean, it looks like they've probably got this. So I'm going to start walking. I get Can to the door of the stairs. I have to basically use a double move at all times, yeah. is the sad thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> at which point, the one on the ground... I surrender. I surrender. I have surrendered. Can I lean in and put a knife to his throat? It is currently your turn. You're in combat unless you... I mean, this is a bit vague in the rules, but I will assume you're in combat until you guys tell me otherwise, or there's no way that combat can happen. Uh, In which case, can I do a free speaky action? Sure. And shout out the stairs, Your boss has just surrendered! You should probably do the same! Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna lean in and put a knife to this guy's throat and say, "Hold his hands! It's magic and stuff. Very it's a magical wise. one." Um, I think Bertie. Did this guy look like very, very obviously dangerously magic? Does he have an obvious air of menace? No. Oh, give me a perception check now that you can examine the person properly. Nine. Yep, definitely a person. <laughs> Brent. 24. Mm-hmm. Uh, 16. 16, uh, yeah. Zolf's so. currently keeping no an arm on the My perception roll, I can't tell if it's a man lying down <laughs> or a shorter man. <laughs> <laughs> In fairness, you can discern everything that you've already discerned. Yeah, yeah. Hamid, you are About further away. away yeah. Yeah. I'd say that you discern that this person seems to have... That they seem Something seems off, you can't really place it, and you're not, you're not really in the right headspace. Uh, Sasha... <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> you can discern that the person, unless they tried to sort of cast a spell or something, there's not really anything that they can do. You have knife to throw two other people. Admittedly, one of them's a dog who's licking his boots. <laughs> but um, <laughs> you, you've kind of got this person pretty heavily pinned. It doesn't look like they're about to, you know, sweep into a rage and go, ha ha, here's my 16 other arms and 15 daggers and blah. Like, it, it, it doesn't seem like it'd go that way. I am not familiar with magic, so that would seem like something that is plausible to Sasha. Sure. You were saying? Um, yeah, I think Bertie is still quite suspicious of this chap. And I think he would like to um, withdraw his uh, secretary weapon, his rapier, which is mm-hmm. quite a thin instrument. Mm-hmm. Take the chap's right hand and just smash the rapier through it and pin it to the floor. Oh, oh He's not going to be casting any spells at me. Mm-hmm. You'd be better off just knocking him out. Um, like, but then we want to question him. Make the call. If you want to do that, that's fine. Um, however, it will count as an attack and he is hardly going to lie there and go, yep, you just... You just go ahead. Stab me That's the a hand. price I'm willing to pay. <laughs> yeah, okay, good point. Oh, would Bertie care? No. Bertie is going to withdraw the rapier and stab him through the hand and try and pin him to the floor. 
Okay, then give me an attack roll. 15. Uh, my attack bonus to the rapier is 5. Uh, so that's 20. Okay. It counts as a hit. What was the damage? Uh, I need to roll that. A d6 plus 3. Mm-hmm. Okay. 1. Uh, so that's for 4. For 4? Okay. Because the guy's struggling, you don't manage to pin his hand to the ground. He takes another hit to his hand, which is looking a bit messed up. But honestly, to pin him to the floor and to drive a rapier into solid stone, <laughs> or at the very least between the cracks of the stone, you're going to need to do significantly better than that. Okay. But yeah, I'm going to say that you guys are out of combat time now because, frankly, he's, he's not going anywhere. Okay, what's going on with the guy who ran off up the steeple? You don't know, was... yeah. So, well... No one knows. Yes. Like, you guys got this? I'm, I'm kneeling. I've got one leg on the dude's upper arm because he's on the ground and then I've got a knife under his throat and I'm holding his hair. So he's, like, freaking so, pinned so he can't so, use an arm so, to spell. So have you guys got this? Uh, I look and I nod, and that's, but that's, you know... Right, um, I will start heading up the stairs. I'm going to run over to join Zolf. Okay, you start heading up the stairs. Uh, all the while going, he's surrendered. We'll let you live if you do the same. Okay, you head up to the stairs and encounter a closed door. Why don't you come out and we can talk? No answer. Try and open the door. Okay. Uh, the door's unlocked. You do so. And I will leap back down the stairs. Sure. Through Hamid. So. <laughs> you hear this? Hamid sees off just run back down the stairs. No, 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 no. I throw myself backwards. Oh, you literally just... Well, because I've got a peg leg. Oh, okay. I can't move fast. Fair, fair point. You hear it. At which point... Everyone give me a reflex save. Yes! Oh, gosh. Um, 19 mm-hmm. 15 22 8 okay. Oh dear For once, <laughs> everyone apart from Sasha With my bonus <laughs> yeah, you're just, you're just, I'm just enjoying just having the die. power over this dude for so long <laughs> So much that I just don't notice I'm so, like, yeah, I've got a knife in your throat yeah. At which point, there is enormous, an enormous explosion Apparently directly overhead And with that, part of the ceiling start to give way above you. And we're going to take a break then. I'm going to see what happens after that. (gasps) How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices 
down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Are you ready for truly hydrated skin? Meet Hyaluronic Body Serum, a breakthrough in body care from Osea. It's clinically proven to instantly increase hydration by 161%. Their lightweight, fast-absorbing serum delivers 24 hours of nonstop hydration for silky, smooth skin without the sticky afterfeel. Osea's latest innovation combines the magic of their best-selling Hyaluronic Sea Serum with a new formula that's good for the whole body and five types of hyaluronic acid to target every layer of the skin. Osea is a women-founded, women-led brand that's been crafting seaweed-powered products for nearly 30 years. The best part? Everything Osea makes is clean, vegan, cruelty-free, and climate-neutral certified, so you never have to choose between your values and your best skin. Treat your skin to clean, vegan skincare from Osea. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code SUMMER at oseamalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A-Malibu.com code SUMMER. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oh, hi. It's great to see you again. Hamid, no, of course you remember. You're looking well. It is a new cravat. Thank you. Aren't you sweet to notice? Oh, you must come and join us in the forum sometime. You can find it through the website, rustyquill.com. Yeah, I think the red here tastes a bit cork, don't you think? Anyway, you can get all the backstage gossip, the behind-the-scenes info. Be great to chat to you some more. Hamid! Hamid, what are you talking to that grease little oik for? It's your round. Oh, yeah, I mean, you know, Bertie and Zolf and Sasha, they'll be there too. But anyway, it'd be lovely to talk to you some more. I'll hopefully see you soon. Hamid, I shall have the bottom half of the list this time, I think. Well, moustache, nice to see you. And welcome back. So, yeah, the ceiling appears to give a bit of a judder, and bits of it start to fall down. Everyone who is on that floor takes 
1d6 plus 2 damage. However, all of you made your reflex saves to avoid said damage apart from Sasha. Yeah. So I'm rolling just for Sasha. Uh, and the prone chat, surely. Uh, yep, yeah, and the prone chat. Okay. Both of them take... Seven. This is what happens if I let any of you actually <laughs> do anything. So there's a big roar, and then chunks of masonry start falling down. Um, I'm tied up for one second. To clarify, it doesn't seem like the whole building is coming down on top of you guys, um, but certainly bits of it start falling, masonry hurtling towards the ground. A couple dings off Bertie. Uh, Hamid, seeing it, manages to uh, sort of keep out of the way. Thankfully, when Zolf threw himself back, he kind of knocked Hamid as well, and Zolf pretty much landed on Hamid and was taking most of the hits, but happened to just manage to avoid anything big. Sasha, in the stairwell to the upper thing, mm. a, pretty much the stairwell collapses inwards, oh. and um, it doesn't bury her, yeah. but she gets pushed out pretty much on top of the prone guy who's also taken some chunks of masonry. Yep. Uh, he's actually under a small pile of it, <laughs> and... We take a lot of hurt. Yeah. Bertie, drag him outside! I'm going to help Zolf up and try and help him move that tiny little bit more quickly whilst we retreat into the safer section of the church and possibly exit by the same door. Uh, Bertie is going to pull the the prone man out by the hand that he savaged, putting him along Uh the ground like that. So as you reach down, it becomes clear that the person's unconscious. Um, you don't know if they're stable or not because you're not trained in that kind yep. of thing. But yeah, you drag them. Did you say they drag them outside or just to the far end of the church? Bertie is going to pull him out of the falling down building. Sure. Just outside. Just so Bertie steps. pulls him out of the falling down building. We won't fret with the battle map anymore. Okay, cool. We're out of combat. Anyone else? We'll head that way as well, but obviously we? we're slower. Because um, I'm staying next to Zolf mm-hmm. to help him. I've thrown myself down the staircase. Is there an upper floor left? Looking up, it looks like they've tried to do what they did with the simulacrum which is someone's trying to get in, you blow out all of the staircases to buy yourself some time. The steeple staircase appears to have sort of caved in on itself and the stairway to the second floor also seems to have caved in. It doesn't look like there's been a massive, enormous nuclear explosion and it's all, you know, gone off and destroyed enormous amounts. So, assumedly, this guy has, unless there's another way out, trapped themselves up the steeple. Presumably. Cool. Are there, though I'm assuming there's quite a lot of sawdust and splinters just lying around, bits like that? Yeah. Cool. I'm going to use Spark to set one of those piles alight and burn him out. Okay. And that's when I say set one of them alight, it's one of the upper ones, not something on our level. So beyond the gap. What's the range on? Uh, it is uh, it's 25 foot plus 5 per caster level, so a lot. No, that's fine, yeah. Uh, it begins smouldering upstairs. Yeah, so I have a 30 foot range. So. There didn't um, seem it, to be any cries from upstairs yeah, say it's, it's on a fine object it's like a flint and steel effectively so I can set kindling on fire I can't just go oh there's a huge fire so that might catch that might not I don't know sure certainly it begins to smolder cool and then I will turn and come back down the stairs mm-hmm. that's fine so you all head outside mm-hmm. um, do you stabilise or not stabilise the person who's currently unconscious outside is he bleeding uh, you'd have to do a heal check that is 17 he is if you don't stabilise him he will die stabilise Okay. I am going to grab Sasha and yes. ask her to come with me and so we can move around basically to this monitor the steeple and the upper floors I'm if she comes. You. Yeah, and fair enough. I'm, I'm gonna climb up to that window. Sure. So I can see what's up. Yeah, sure. That's I, the way I will go around and watch the outside of the building from the other end. Okay, then. Sasha, give me a climb check. Oh, another twenty. Oof. I get them when I don't need them. <laughs> 
Okay, um, 20 okay. plus now, 4. Both of you give me perception checks. Also, what do you mean, don't need them? <laughs> You've got one where you, you stabbed the boss in the back. Oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> I meant that, like, I have just had a lot of oh, rocks yeah, yeah, on me. Sure. I would have, oh, like, if I could have split that. That's true. I, d- I, do, I did You'd get... have taken more damage plummeting from a rooftop or from a wall true. than you would have done Okay, there. yeah. No, <laughs> I, I take that back. I get, <laughs> I get criticals and they're lovely. <laughs> 13? Oh, mine is then uh, 25. So you head round, I'll deal with Hamid first, heads round and sees that the steeple yeah, appears to have caved in, as has most of the building at that end. They very clearly done exactly what they did with the uh, simulacrum yeah. and just blown out any way of people following them up there. You, Sasha, climbing up, see that the smouldering is just beginning to catch. It's right at the end that sort of mm-hmm. collapsed in. And it's right near some barrels, mm-hmm. and it's just beginning to sort of smoulder. You also see, as you do a quick cast around, what looks like the tip of someone's clothing or something just sweeping over the roof above you, directly above you. Ah! <gasps> roof battle! Okay, <laughs> I keep going, I climb further up. You climb up onto the roof? Yeah! And Should have taken some feats for this. The person up top turns around and sees you. You are now stood at opposite ends of the rooftop. It's lead tile. Oh, it's a slippery. little bit slippy because, I mean, the roof's a little bit leaky and it's kind of it's kind of muggy next to the yeah. Thames, especially in such a closed area. You can see for a distance around you over the uh, over the side of the compound, yep. and he's there at the other end, wielding oh, no. uh, an oil flask, yep. backed up right backed up against the edge yep. of the um, uh, at the edge of the building, yep. and he sees you. And doesn't say anything. He's just stood there, sword, sword in scabbard. Sorry, it's not drawn, but with the oil flask in his hand. Mate, uh, come, come down. We won't, we won't hurt you. We know it was the other guy that's the boss. Like he's the one that started all this. Like there doesn't need to be anything, anything bad. Does Bertie overhear this? Uh, give me a perception check. And it's probably diplomacy. One definitely, definitely <laughs> doesn't. <laughs> No, so uh, I don't normally like to do this, but it feels quite nice. So while you're having this, you know, epic yeah. rooftop discussion, which could end in blood, death, and tears, yeah. there's Bertie just. How do you like that? How do you like that? There, yeah. haven't you, sir? Haven't you? Come on, just slapping him about. <laughs> leave him alone. He's had enough, all right? Yeah, he hasn't. Look at him. He twitched. Look, it's a really menacing twitch. <laughs> I'm, I'm still trying to get to a position where I can see. I. I Probably have overheard with you, my previous you perception. That Sasha said something. You yeah. can't hear what, and you can't see up. Like the guy's no, no, not no, overhanging. No, 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 there's some voice. Then. Yeah, I, I'm going to back up a bit to somewhere where I might have a chance of seeing what's going on. I probably can't, but I'm going to try. Okay, so the guy's there, backed up right up against the side. Yeah. Right, uh, I do have a diplomacy modifier of minus one. If you want to way. talk him down, give me the roll, and then try to talk him down. As in, like that was just a quick. Yeah, like, but if you want to do, give it a solid go. Give yeah. me the roll, and then we can do it. Like, mate, you've got nowhere to give go. Give me the roll first. Oh, sorry. Oh, a t- <laughs> <laughs> that, uh, that die is clearly weighted. Uh, <laughs> what we're going to do is we're going to quietly we're going to quietly give that die to someone else for a little while, and you're going to use this die. We're just going to do a little that's, experiment uh, in probability. That's <laughs> not how that works. <laughs> But, um, yeah, that was a natural 20 on Sasha's diplomacy. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, I, I, like, so, mate, like, I know what it's like, all right? I've been there. I've been, I've been in places where I, I get in situations that, that I didn't choose, right? Sometimes the guys that have power, they've got you from the start, and you don't know what's going on. You don't need to end this jumping off a roof for someone else's battle, mate. I know. Just come down. It's, it's quite... 
It's a bit awkward, but it is heartfelt. Well, here's the thing, like, even the worst character can have a moment of, of inspiration or like a real heartfelt go at it. So, yeah, this is... She's not the worst character. <laughs> no, that's what I'm pointing yeah, to. Yeah. If you're not the worst, then, yeah, like, yeah. it's a solid attempt. I rolled 19 to overhear that. You heard, you not for any reason, just so I can... You hear the speech. Just I, yeah. Yeah, it, it touches me. <laughs> do, it do really your, does. Do your big, soulful eyes leak a tear? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'd it say a that. single manly tear, but that's a clear lie. <laughs> Bertie's just there thinking back over his favourite birthdays. <laughs> so the guy up at the top goes, Right. Alright, what you want's up on the second floor. Right, it's 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 under a crate. The Jeremy he, he took he took the plans, right? We've only got the notebook. We ain't got anything else, okay? You you can let me like I get it, okay? But we both know. Right, if I turn myself in, that ain't gonna go well. It, let's be honest, I ain't gonna be turning myself into other London. It'll be upper London that have me. Tell you what, okay? You just, you just let me go, okay? You've got her, okay? You've got, you've got the, uh, you, you, you've got whatever you came for, okay? You can, you can just let me go. I ain't gonna hurt anyone. He, li- he literally, as he's saying that, pulls out his uh, scabbarded sword. Lays it on the table, uh, table. Lays it on the um, rooftop in front of you. Pulls out another dagger. Lays it on the rooftop in front of you. Takes off a bandolier of these oil fast. Lays it on the table. Ooh, all, <laughs> all he's holding Stuff. is all he's holding is the one oil flask. And he's like, just insurance. You know how this works. You know you can let me go. All right, mate. You. If there's any traps in here, you haven't told us about. If there's anything, right. Because I recognise this guy, right? He's someone that you've seen around. He probably yeah. spent a bit of time with, like, doing some with cons- the gang. consult work for the rackets and stuff. Yeah. Nothing like in and deep. Right. If I if I find that you're messing with us, I will find you. You've seen what I can do. There's a do little you- grin. <laughs> <laughs> My critical stabs. I'm not an idiot. Who goes against the rackets? Am I right? Yeah. Who does? Well, like I said, just let me go and don't try and open the door to the hut. All right. Right, so you climb down the back of this building and I'll keep the big guy off you. Oh. I'll give you ten minutes. He sees, hesitates for a moment, pockets the um, oil flask and then jumps from the roof across Hamid. You've done perception checks earlier. You, look, you see someone leap across the gap and down one floor, down onto the roof of the hut. And then obviously he's out of your vision again. I've, I've, yeah, I've heard what Tashman's saying. I'll run to where I can at least see him, but I'm not going to chase him. Okay. I just want to monitor. So yeah, you, you try as best as you can. By the time you get round, you see a person leaping bodily from that rooftop out over the wall, which wasn't enormously high, and then he's gone on the other yeah, side of the fair, wall. Fair, 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 fair. You hear a splash on the other side. I go and pocket the stuff. Sure. There were two more oil flasks. Yay. Again, they're not splashed, they're just direct hit ones. I am in the state impressed, given mm-hmm. the, that jump. But yeah, so that's that's me. And then I'll come and rejoin them. So I come over to that end of the th- roof and I shout down, it's on the second floor, the one you just set on fire. You didn't know that. The one that they've set on fire. What idiots they are. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, darn. <laughs> and I'll stump off quickly. Um, I will hurry through the church... And up to the staircase? Through the 
destroyed staircase. No, up yeah. to the bottom of the staircase. Sure. And then I'll cast Create Water, which has a range of exactly the same as Spark. <laughs> <laughs> Very nice. I said, when he said it was Buddy, he said there's a crate. I was like, oh, flick through my spells. <laughs> oh, there it is. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> Woo! Okay, yeah, you... you, you a gallon of water, you basically. You just see uh, Zolf. Dash off. Yeah. <laughs> 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 it looks like a normal person's walking pace. Sorry, carry on. Yes, it you, uh, Yeah, you summon the water pretty much over the smoldering pile. It was clear. Given time, it would have caught the whole lot. Yeah, you put it out. It's gone. Okay, false alarm. I put out their fire. <laughs> <laughs> you said that fire, didn't you? I give the unconscious man another kick. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey. Might not have been him. Could have been the other guy. That's a point. Where's he gone? Yeah, he I got... saw you cast Spark, right? Uh, you can have done it. I wasn't you. being secret. Yeah. He, was, he was with you. You get to make the call whether you yeah. say. Yeah. Anyway, Bertie asked a question. Uh, oh, like, he got away. Uh... It was quite a jump. Like, oh, was, was, one day I'll be able to jump like uh... that down onto buildings. You know what, genuinely, yeah. Like, from a professional standpoint, yeah. that person was good. Like, they were good at what the kind of things that you are good at. Mm. Like, I, I'm in the state pro- impressed. Yeah, proper professional. Maybe a bit of a crush, you know. <laughs> <laughs> we um, had a face-off over a rooftop. I'm going to be honest. Moving. He, he wasn't ugly. Mm. Wasn't ugly. Oh, episode 15. We've not had a single romantic subplot yet, apart from the odd bit of like eyes meeting across a crowded. As far sewer. as you know. As far as, oh. Hey, it was oh. you and the dog. Come on. Again. No, that was that was That's a friendship. True. That was love at first sight. Oh, at which point the dog comes out and begins to just kind of lick the boot, continuing continuing to lick the boot of the unconscious man. <laughs> Bert is not having that. He's not having this dog fraternising with the enemy. I, that's, um, you can give me your first handle animal to train it not to lick enemies' boots. Would that be... Cause I've read a bit of the handle animal. Is that like a skill that he then has permanently? Does that take up like a skill slot of the animal? Or? I'll allow him to have it as a bonus. Fine. He can learn no more attacks because of the boot licking. Just not being embarrassingly disloyal in public. I can we make it? Usually people assume that the, le- the the animals come from a base level of competence. So you can, uh, I think build them up to yeah, that point and then you'll start using them. a basic level of competence. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> this, is, this is a very foolish dog whose only talent is dribbling and missing doors. Oh, he was he was clearly on board because he was big by someone who went, I've got a dog, can I join? Like, yeah. There's nothing more to it than that. Okay, fair enough. So uh, handle animal, yeah, that is... Uh, Plus six. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Eight plus six, 14. 14. It stops, but kind of get the impression that you're going to have to do a bit more work okay. on this. <laughs> um, and also, quickly clarify so the two people we saw at Edison's mm-hmm. were Captain Bisection and <laughs> the unconscious guy, yes? Yes. So not that one. The third one is was not Fine. at all at the. Um, Simulacrum. Mass murder not confirmed. And also was the one that Sasha had a vague memory of seeing around other London. Mm, but okay. like, there's no, you don't have any backstory. You couldn't say that who is where he hung out or anything no. like that. I'm I was trying just, to remember though. <laughs> I was just gauging my reaction to him getting away. Sure. But he wasn't, you know, one of the two. So, right. So, um, <clears throat> I get to make good on my part of the deal. He goes in the tents. Oh, but, um, Captain Harringay said we should bring them back alive, if at all possible. Oh. That, that was our contract, Zolf. Yeah. Oh. All right. And, and one, one of them already died. Isn't that enough retribution? <laughs> okay, so, <laughs> right. Should we question him first, either way? Okay. Just saying, right? Poseidon ain't going to see it that way. 
I might hope for this. But uh, you're right, it's in our contract, and I can't go back on that. Otherwise, what kind of mercenary would I be? So, yes, we'll take him back to Haringey. So, we should find out what else is in the compound. Sasha! Sasha, are you okay? You're coming down. Oh, I forgot. She said there was something on her crate. I can't get up there. Darn it. I'm still sitting on the roof. I'm having a bit of a, like, that was such a good jump. (laughs) (laughs) Are you still a bit starstruck? That is the sort of thing that Sasha finds impressive. But now, I suppose, hearing you shout up, I'll go through it. I'll go in through the window. Useless muttering about them. Mm -hmm. Like, so, getting the... Doors exploded. I have to do everything. Like through the through the window, mm-hmm. um, and I am looking for the notebook that he mentioned that mm-hmm. was by the crate. Sure. I am checking for traps, I guess, as I go, but only slightly because they were living here. So. Um, I'll skip ahead. I could get you to roll. Some GM's word is not worth the time. Um, when you get in the room, you first get a very clear sense of what trap they had set earlier. Mm -hmm. It's very obvious that they had set some explosives on structural points on the wood, not the actual stone, Mm -hmm. to just bring down all of that sort of side on someone. But this side, it does appear to be like untrapped living space. So going through, let's say you have a search round, you just keep an eye out for traps. Mm -hmm. Taking the lid off one of the barrels, you see it full to the brim of gunpowder. Stuff. (laughs) Proper full to the brim of gunpowder. Mm-hmm. Oh, good. Um, <laughs> good thing we shucked in the Thunderstone. <laughs> <laughs> really? is, And I shout out, I don't know what kind of idiots these guys are. There was gunpowder and someone set fire to it. Idiots. I frown at Zolf. I don't say anything, but I know. Looking at, looking at you going, awfully foolish of them, isn't it? <laughs> Yeah, there's there's multiple barrels of explosives. You open one crate and it's it's got um, short swords, some more of those curiouses. The discarded clothes of the waiters right. is also sort of draped over something. And yeah, there's a couple of crates arranged around like that very controlled cooking fire. Mm-hmm. And having a search around underneath one of them, you pull out a uh, battered little notepad. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have any writing on it whatsoever. It is just a, a battered notepad. Uh, you can skim through, obviously, inside if you want. I will flick through because if it's mechanical stuff, it's probably the right thing. So flicking through, you find a weird scrapbook. Give me... Hmm, what knowledge do you have? Uh, only local. So unless it's like a guidebook. Okay, yeah. <laughs> no, fair enough. Do you, do you not have a praise? Uh, oh, yes. I'm very good at appraising. I realise that. I've, I've been opening all the episodes. <laughs> <laughs> I just didn't think of notebooks or something. You Give appraise. me a praise check. Ooh. A two. Uh, to be fair, I needed that for statistics. That's how statistics work. I need to get one sometime, and I'm glad it's on a book. Not a book. <laughs> yeah. So two plus eight, ten. Ten. Okay. So yeah, skimming through. It is a book. It's it's peculiar. It's like half diary, half a couple of work notes in margins and things like that. Skimming through, you see there's a shard of metal which is taped to one of the pages, which is the exact walling that the simulacrum had. Right. Going through, you see there's there's like personal messages. There's an origami swan, which is just kind of taped <laughs> to a page and stuff. It just seems to be a scrapbook of, of random is stuff. Yeah. Or, or <laughs> it homages to Blade Runner. I mean, that's the <laughs> it's, other. Honestly, it's just <laughs> this, it's this weird mishmash of stuff. I mean, if you want to go into more depth, I can bring up everything that's written in there, but you'd have to sit down and go, okay, what's this saying? What's this saying? But yeah, it just reads like... Half diary, half scrapbook. It's, it's, it's peculiar. It is not the kind of... Well, I mean, I'm interested in devices, but right now I'm in a rush. 
Sure. I think so because they're all outside, aren't they? While I'm doing you this. definitely though see at some point there's a couple of sketches of like what looks like a cross section of the head uh -huh. um, with like certain bits and then scribbled out bits. It's real mess, by the way. It's it's very much not the public plans that anyone would have been uh, looking for. So I guess if this is the notebook, um, then I I take that and scan for stuff that I like because that's the sort of thing Sasha does. Mm -hmm. But then I just join you guys outside. Two mentions slightly out of character. He did also mention there were blueprints. Oh, but that's okay. Unless I missed no, it. He said the plans had Didn't been he taken. Didn't he say Jeremy oh, left with the, the plans? plans. Oh. Did I overhear that? I can't remember. Yes, that. you did. I did. I did hear that. I assume that you're then telling them that. Yes, I right. will mention that. So I will, um, if there's nothing else for me to nick, I will head off. There's a few things here and there, the scraps of food and things, but honestly, it seemed like they were wearing upon them most of the things that you were interested yeah. in anyway. The thing is, I have absolutely zero money, like zero. Mm -hmm. So even a few coppers on the floor I would pick up. Uh, rogues tend to be equipment rich. Um, yeah. You find, yeah, you find, uh, let's say a couple of coppers, but... <laughs> yeah, enough for some jellied seals. Jellied um, seals? <laughs> I'm pretty certain Much that might bigger. be a silver. <laughs> Much harder to carry around a jellied seal. Arf, 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 arf. The dogs go crazy. <laughs> oh yeah, like that's, a, a, minus, once a, dog, that's once a minus twenty on a will save. Yeah. Once, a, once a dog's eaten jellied seal, they don't work, never go back, back to jellied eel. <laughs> once you've gone seal, you never go back. Yes, apparently right. so. I come out, I climb out, and say hello to these guys again. Hey, I pass the notebook to you. Uh, what's this? It's the thing that they came for. Right. This is what, this is what they got. There's no simulacrum or nothing. Take a brief flick through. No, no pieces. No, no pieces of the. the, the nothing. Thing. Right. Just that. Nothing. Well, at there, all. there are two other buildings here that there might be things in. There is definitely stuff in the other. Wait, 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 wait! Do not there might head still be into the. Do not head in. I'll do that. Do what? Uh, there's traps on that building. Which building? There are two. The hut. Right, thing on stilts. Yeah. Oh, right, right, there, okay. there might be traps on both of them. Yeah. Well, I mean, look, we, we've dealt with it. Let's have That's a look at our of course, that you uh, believe the guy. You never sent motive to him. That's true. Let's have a look around at our leisure. Wait, um, maybe you guys should not. Well, that, that okay, last okay. Time I'll rephrase. Sasha, go check for traps. Right, boss. <laughs> I, I well, go. Well, technically, yes. Yeah. I, I'm <laughs> going to be honest. I mean, I think, I think, I don't think it's you. I think Zoss just a bit annoyed that he didn't get to drown anyone today. Oh, <laughs> uh, I will uh, go and check traps on the one that is nearby. The vicarage. Sure. Yeah. You poke your head in. I'm not even going to get you to do a trap check. We'll say that you checked for the trap, the door for traps. You did not find traps. But looking inside, you uh, find what looks like there used to be a trap on the door mm -hmm. that just the damp has destroyed. All of the sort of bits of it have just started to corrode, and it just didn't go off. Whoever set this did not know what they were doing. Amateurs. I begin to. I'm losing respect for the guy that jumped there <laughs> off the church roof. Did you see that jump, Hamid? Oh. Um, um, but yeah, looking. It was pretty cool. It was. Yeah. Looking around, you see there's a couple more sealed crates that you can't just open by hand, and there is still one more crate which has yet more weapons in, and um, some short swords. There's a shield. There's actually a couple of spears. Mm. And I'll go like. once she's set, I, given the all clear. Yeah. I'm going to come in and help. The search. Yep, I tell you guys, right, that one's take what you want from that, maybe see if there's anything magic. Mm. I cast detect magic, just in case. Yeah, it's all mundane. Yeah. Oh. I'm gonna check this one. Okay, you know what, I'm gonna say you know, mm -hmm. you know that there is a trap on the door. Mm -hmm. As you sort of start to just have a poke around, mm -hmm. 
even without attempting to disable it, you know it's of a significantly higher quality mm. than the others. And you can you can disable device it, but you are going to be like, ooh, that's that's not just a, a two minute you know snip and right. Done. Well, I just, what's the take ten thing? Yeah, or or twenty. Or twenty. I'd well, that's if there's no pounds. You can't failure. do that ah, with traps because right. if, ah. if, if it, with a if ten, roll too low, there's a chance that you fail at least once, which would set the trap off. A twenty is assuming that you fail multiple times. Right. Okay. So you sure. could do it for a lock. Unless that lock is paired to say a dagger that falls from the ceiling and stabs you in the head, say, sure. or whatever. Right. Sure. Um, I I'm I'm going to go for it. I mean, I'm feeling pretty pumped about <laughs> my roguey skills today, uh, possibly to a dangerous degree. Mm-hmm. Go for it. Uh, Roll the dice that gives twenties. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that one. Twenty three, twenty four. Okay, so that's a twenty three total. Yep. Give me a follow-up reflex save. Oh dear. Oh dear. 13 plus 6, 19. 19? Yep. Right. You open the door. Yeah. There's a... <laughs> at which point you see a vial of alchemist's fire Ooh. drop right in front of your eyes. And oh. we'll, we'll go super slow-mo with it. The vial starts dropping. And we have that... You know that focus thing you get in film where you look at the thing close up and then you look beyond it? You look at that, and then you look beyond to there's loads of vials of alchemist fire hanging across the ceiling, and at least 50 barrels of gunpowder are lay up around the walls and stacked in there. What? With your reflex save, you manage to close the door, you go, don't manage to catch the fire or anything, and just throw yourself backwards. Yep. <laughs> the entire hut just explodes. Just... I would say... What does it do to the church? Yeah. So, everyone spell out exactly where you are at this moment. Sasha, obviously, you're throwing yourself back oh. as far as you can. I'm with the the prone guy. Mm-hmm. So am I. Okay. So is the dog. Good. I'm in the vicarage. So, everyone within 30 feet is going to be taking a flat 2d6 plus 4 damage. Oh, even more. No, even throwing it closed. If Ah. you had failed your reflex save, you would have been taking significantly more. This is mostly from shrapnel and stuff, and we'll get into what happens to the rest of the compound afterwards. So (laughs) I will be rolling. Massive explosion. I will be rolling your damage. So if I can get another one, thank you. So that's seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. Eleven damage. I am unconscious. Yeah, doesn't surprise me. So, there's a huge explosion. The last thing you remember is basically the whole door just breaking into pieces, flying at you, and you blacked out. The rest of you, there is an enormous explosion. Hamid, you get a moment to see the blast wave coming towards you before it hits the vicarage and the entire roof just caves. You guys hear the boom. Are you absolutely sure that Bertie hears the <laughs> <laughs> We'll say it has, it's got a nice little resonance with your armour. <laughs> <laughs> I swear somebody threw a stone at me. <laughs> at which two, point, two people have just hit gongs on either side of your head. <laughs> at which point, the far side of the church caves in first, and the whole thing starts to cave in, and then the side that is nearest you guys blows out. Both of you give me a reflex save. Sixteen. Uh, 14. Okay. Bertie, you take two shrapnel damage. Mm-hmm. And yeah, effectively just the front of the church blows out. The whole thing doesn't topple on you. It falls back in on itself. But it throws both of you up against the wall and then 
both of you are prone. What about the unconscious fella? The unconscious fella is thrown straight up against the wall, and he's just in a heap at the base of the floor, <laughs> at the base of the uh, wall. Having a good day. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah. Um, I'll check the uh, guy who's prone. Is he, is he bleeding again? Or is uh, he he's still... begun bleeding again. Stabilise him. <laughs> yeah. Great horizon. Hi, right, Bertie, you look after him. I'll, I'll go find Sasha. Sasha! Sasha! And we'll close there. Ooh, end of episode. Uh... Enormous explosions. Action. Rooftop drama. Professional. Tune in next week to find out which of our heroes survives. So, yeah, that's a bye from all of us. See you guys. Bye. Rusty Quill Gaming is a podcast distributed by RustyQuill.com and licensed under a Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial International License. Today's episode was recorded and produced by Alexander J. Newell. To comment on episodes, make donations, and view links, images, videos, and show notes, visit RustyQuill.com. Rate and review us on iTunes. Visit us on Facebook. Tweet us on Twitter at TheRustyQuill. Or email us at mail at RustyQuill.com. Thanks for listening. Test, test, test. Yeah, good. Test. Ah, <laughs> Saviour of the universe. I, I enjoy that that test was basically, Oi! Oi! Wake up! You good? Steve! Yeah, nice. Steve! 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 Yeah, Steve's there. So, <laughs> okay. Blow upwards through your nose. <laughs> I realise it's a weird one. It's just... Like a whale! Yeah. <laughs> it's my podcasting blowhole. It's all I use it for. Yeah. Oh, no, uh, it's for casting to the rest of the pod. Yeah, that's, that's, <laughs> what, oh, that's what I was going for. Ah. No one got me. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello all, it's Helen here, the voice of Azu from Rusty Quill Gaming, and the host and director of Enthusiasm. Today, I'm here to tell you about The Programme. The Programme audio series is a science fiction anthology podcast set in a world where money, state, and God are fused into a single entity. Every episode is a standalone story featuring ordinary people inhabiting this extraordinary world. And for them, it's not the future that is terrifying but our present. The programme is sometimes funny, sometimes poignant, but it is always smart. Find out more about the programme at www.rustyquill.com or www.programaudioseries.com or search for the programme audio series wherever you listen to your podcasts. Have fun and enjoy the episode. Thanks. Thanks. <laughs>